from the beautiful Pacific Northwest, across the nation, and around the world, you are about to finally learn how to lose weight joyfully. It's time to get wasted with Renee. Live with Renee Steelman on TalkZone.com. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. You know, one of these days, I'm going to start out my program, and I'm going to say something like, the weather is awful out here in the Pacific Northwest. It's a horrible place. You'll never want to move here. But unfortunately, I can't. Today is another one of those wonderful days in the Pacific Northwest. It's uh, it's cloudy. It is cloudy, um, but it's beautiful. I mean, the clouds are beautiful, and there is sunshine peeking through. And we had some rain yesterday, but it was fabulous. It uh, still wasn't that cold, and it watered all my plants for me. And and uh, it's just a beautiful place to live. I was talking with uh, a friend yesterday, and she travels a lot with her business. And we were both talking about how spoiled we are by living in the Pacific Northwest that when we travel to other parts of the world, you know, we're not as impressed as other people are. I remember being on the tour bus with my husband. We were touring Italy. And I mean, I mean, come on, it's Italy. It's gorgeous, right? But we're, we're driving along the road and we're going up into the uh, Siena areas. And I'm looking out and, and, and although I'm admiring it, I couldn't help but say, my, this reminds me of the gorge. This reminds me of Hood River. It reminds me of the beautiful Pacific Northwest. And, and so we're a little bit spoiled, I think, by that. But anyway, I'm so glad that I could be with you today. And I'm glad that you are listening. I hope that I am finding all of you plant-based, productive, and positive. And I think we're going to have a really fun show today. Um, I'm going to be talking a little bit about the joy of eating a plant-based diet. And then later on in the show, um, Dr. Eric Strahol is going, uh, Strelo is going to be joining me. And Dr. Strelo and I have, um, teamed up together as referral partners. Uh, Dr. Strelo is a chiropractor in the, uh, Pacific Northwest. He has wonderful, beautiful office. Um, his staff, they're just amazing. And we're going to be talking about treating the entire body, how, why we've partnered up together and how the program works and, and um, you know, Dr. Strelo's, um ideas about, you know, um, eating correctly and treating your body as a whole. And so that's going to be the uh, last half of our show. But I wanted to start out today by giving you all kinds of information. And by the way, if you have any questions about eating a plant-based diet, you can call 888-463-6748 and ask me anything. I don't guarantee I'll be able to answer every question that you may have. But... um I love the fact that in 2015, the world is waking up and it no longer is that strange, hippie, weirdo mentality for you to say, I'm eating a plant-based diet. Um, you know, doctors are, are, are recommending. In fact, um, at my support meeting for my Get Wasted support meeting last night, one of the, my clients who happens to be a nurse um, she works up at the Veterans Hospital up at Oregon Health Science University. And she was talking about the new food program that's come out and that will be going and, and will be 
will be being introduced into the schools. And for the first time, they are putting fruits and vegetables at the top of that list rather than the dairy and the meats at the top of the list. And so you can see that the world is starting to change and everyone is recognizing that we have got to start eating more fruits and vegetables. Um, I read an interesting article the other day. It was a humorous article, and it was talking about the new kind of paleo fad that's going on right now, where people are are all are talking about eating the way the caveman ate, and how we should all be eating the way cavemen ate. And it was a really cute little art, a uh, little I think it was a blog, but you know he was saying that you know cavemen went for days. Without food, you know, um, it, they weren't eating three times a day, every day, a couple snacks here and there, you know, sometimes they would go for a long time without eating. And it was a matter of survival. Eating was a matter of survival. And you ate whatever happened to be around and included, you know, not only berries, if there happened to be berries around or nuts or whatever, whatever part of the world you happen to be living in, but you ate, you know, things that crawled on the ground and that might not be some, you know, beautiful um, farm raised grass fed cow, you know, it could have been a rat or something else, you know. Um, so this whole thing, in fact, the other day I heard something about, you know, another taking that caveman thinking process and they're going all the way back to we shouldn't wash our hair we should go for days without washing our face we should let the natural oils moisturize and it's like oh my gosh people we have evolved i mean come on here but it's fun it's interesting that's what makes the world go around and um you know makes us all stay on our toes and use our brains and decide what's best for us and you know remember that you know, as I tell my support group and as I, as we talk as friends, you know, we happen to be in a very blessed part of the world. I have access to a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, I have farmers markets all around me. I have, you know, the ability to go downtown the city of Portland to a beautiful farmers market and where people have brought in their produce from all over. And, you know, that's, that's wonderful. I, 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 you know, there are some people who live in parts of the country that don't have that opportunity. And I don't know how many Eskimos, you know, are starting to rototill their gardens right now. Um, and, you know, get their uh, lettuce planted. I mean, it's a little bit cold up there. So we have to, you know, be kind. Remember that we are all in different situations and, you know, just make the best out of whatever our paradigm is and whatever you know, whatever our living circumstances seem to be. So I want to talk to you a little bit about um, how my morning went and what what it is about eating a plant-based diet that I love so much. Um, you know, we have a lot of choices that we have to make every day. You know, we, we decide what time we're going to wake up in the morning. We decide how we're going to structure our day. You know, we decide if we're going to exercise are we going to take some time to meditate are we going to uh get right on our our you know our phones whatever kind of phone you might have uh is that going to be the first thing do we actually reach our hands underneath our pillows and and start checking our email you know before our our eyes are even all the way open um you know, we decide. We we have the luxury. Most of us in in the United States of America have the luxury of deciding how our day is going to go. Now, uh, the fact that you also have to go to a job, or that you also have children that you have to take care of, 
or whatever your circumstances, you may think to yourself, well, that's not a choice. I mean, if it was up to me, I, I would make the choice not to have to go to work. But, but that's not reality. That's not reality. So we all recognize that there are most, probably most of our hours that are spent during the day are not, you know, we're not doing things that we think we want to be doing, but they're rather things that we know we have to do out of a responsibility to our families, a responsibility to provide for our families or to provide employment for other people, whatever that, whatever that might be. But however you structure your day, you know, usually there, you have a lot of control over those things. So, um, this daylight savings time, has immensely messed me up. I don't like it. I, I heard the other day that Oregon is actually, they're going to be um, proposing a bill that would stop daylight savings time. And I hope that Washington State is also doing the same thing. I think it's crazy. Um, it re- You wouldn't think that that hour would mess you up that much, but it really, really does. I mean, my body was trained and I was, you know, my sleep cycle was working beautifully and I was going to bed when I was tired and I was waking up when my body woke up, which meant I was going to bed around nine or 10 o'clock at night and I was waking up about five. And that allowed me to really get a lot of things done. And I love the fact that even though I would set my alarm, my body automatically woke up at that time. And that five to six o'clock in the morning gave me that time to do some meditation if I wanted to, you know, get some emails caught up um, before I had to really start my day, which my day, there are a lot of things that I do during the day that uh, I have to do out of obligation and responsibility, not necessarily my choice. Um so I love that. I just love the schedule that I've been on for the last year. And now, you know, my body is continuing to wake up at five o'clock, but now five o'clock is six o'clock and it's messing me up. And I have set my alarm uh, because I have to wake up at five o'clock to get the things done that I need to do. And first, and I decided, well, I'm, I've got my phone charging up over, you know, far away from my bed. So I'm going to use my iPad as my alarm clock. So I set it and then I don't know whether because I would get on my iPad and use it for other things, FaceTiming or or Facebooking or checking email or whatever, that that somehow unset the alarm. But for some reason, Monday and Tuesday, even though I know I had set the alarm, it didn't go off and it was on, on uh, you know, whatever. Um and I was like, what the heck? What's going on? So it has really thrown me the last two or three days of this week. I just feel like I'm rushing around like a crazy person. Um, now, this morning, I set the alarm on both my phone and my iPad. So my phone, beautiful, lovely, wonderful thing that it is, uh, went off at 5 o'clock. And so I feel like I'm a little bit back to my my schedule. So, um, But anyway, so I woke up this morning. And I really wanted to make sure that I didn't do my um, my meditation in reverse of checking my email and my Facebook because I I have a tendency to do that. I'll I'll check Facebook first. I'll check my email first. I'll check my messages first. See if I have anything any messages from my children that maybe came in after I went to bed last night. And and so I was putting those things in front of my meditation. And so I, I really made the decision. Um, last night that I would 
not do that, that I would let my, my study and my meditation come first. And, um, and the beauty of doing that is that then led to my wanting to continue the studying part so that when I, when it was time for me to exercise, instead of listening to music like I normally do or listening to a, um, I will confess, I'm a little bit of an NPR junkie and I like to listen to NPR. So usually, you know, if I'm not listening to a great 60s radio station, um, I'll listen to NPR in, as I'm exercising. So I decided to continue um, my studying during my exercise and Wow, I feel like I've accomplished like 50 things all at the same time. So anyway, that's just the beginning of my day. I want to continue telling you about how my day has gone so far. And then I want to talk to you a little bit about those choices. Let's take a little break. And then when we come back, we'll talk some more. Break time is over. It's time to get wasted with Renee. Here's Renee Steelman. Hi, thanks so much for coming back. I like that music. I like that intro music. Kind of gets everything going. Anyway, so when we went to break, I was talking about how my day got started and how crazy this daylight savings time has kind of made my week. Um, I wonder how that's been affecting all of you. My husband said that he heard something on the radio that uh, that they're actually finding that the daylight savings time there is like two weeks of unproduct productivity at work that people are just kind of walking around in a in a in a daze you know that it it really does mess things up and from what i understand those fabulous john deere tractors that are out there have lights and and video and radio and air conditioning so i don't think we really need this daylight savings time thing anymore we need to let it go but anyway so um so i was telling you my my day so i decided that I would continue my studying during my exercise time. And I was listening to a podcast, um, and I'll tell you more about the podcast on another show, um, but it was very, very interesting. And um, it brings me to, I, I want to let everyone know that beginning next month, I'm actually going to be changing the format of this show. Um, and we're going to be talking more about um, just life in general. And I think that, you know, eating a whole food plant-based diet is a very important part of having a successful and productive life. And, but I want to expand that into a lot of different areas of having a, a wonderful and happy life and what that means. Um, so we're going to be changing the format a little bit. I'll talk more about that at the end of the month, but, um, the podcast that I was listening to, was kind of centered on that life struggles and how we get through different challenges and things like that that we have in our life. Um, so it was very, 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 very good. I, I really enjoyed that. But when I came home, um, I, I, I had to really just amp it up. I had to really get going. Uh, as I've mentioned on my show before, I have a handicapped son. Uh, my youngest son was born with some difficulties, and as a result of those, uh, he has cerebral palsy. And he is 29, a wonderful, beautiful, beautiful young man, um, but he is quite severely disabled. And of course, he um, you know he lives with us, and I am his primary caregiver. Now, he is the youngest 
of our children, and I have six children altogether. So I have four boys and two girls. And with him being the youngest, um, I don't think I really understood the degree of his disability um, because he was, you know, all of my children, my oldest child was nine and a half when he was born. And my children vary, um, some, mostly they're about two years apart. So I had a lot of babies, you know, a, a lot of young kids. And so um, even though his disabilities, um, you know, he wasn't eating very well, he wasn't sleeping very well, he was a very, very tiny little boy, he cried a lot, I just kind of took it in stride just as a fussy baby, um, I knew that he had um, problems, but I'm a very optimistic person, and I have a tendency to, and I, I'm also a problem solver, so when when things kind of are dropped on my lap, I immediately kind of go into solve mode, and so I didn't look at his disability as something that wasn't going to get better in a little while. Um so I think I was in a little bit of denial. I remember, I think I told this story once. I remember when he was still um, in hospital and he's lying in his incubator and he's got tubes and things coming out from all over. And we were up at Oregon Health Science and, you know, that's full of young doctors that are being trained, young interns, residents. And so the doctors that are being trained as they would come in uh, and do their rounds I remember, and I was only 32 at the time, so I was fairly young myself. Um, I remember thinking, um, you guys are too young. I, I want to talk to somebody that has gray hair. I, I don't know. I just, I just don't trust this situation. But they would ask me the questions, and I would have to go start from the very beginning, tell his story, what happened, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I remember saying to them at one point, um, so what are we looking at here? Maybe slight learning disability, might take him a while to learn how to walk. What are we looking at? And they kind of looked at me like, oh, wow, we don't know how to answer that. She she doesn't really get what's going on here, does she? You know, and I look back on that now and I kind of have to laugh that, you know, they were young and probably didn't have a lot of experience and then they didn't really know. I mean, they didn't they didn't know what degree his brain injury was or or, you know, even what it meant, even when they they did do some testing, they came back and said that, you know, yes, they did find some brain injury, but yeah, he's a baby and we don't know. Sometimes people are able to reroute and use parts of the brain that, you know, maybe we wouldn't have used before. So they really they just said he's at a very high risk of having cerebral palsy. Please keep an eye on him. Go home. Bye bye. See you later. So. It's been a journey, um, and uh, I've certainly learned a lot. I've learned a lot through my own problem-solving, as I mentioned. Uh, I think I'm blessed with that gift of being a problem-solver, and so when I would come across something that wasn't working, I started making phone calls or or started investigating. And, you know, back in 1985, we didn't have the Internet, so I wasn't looking things up on the Internet, but I was making phone calls and, and reading and doing, you know, whatever I could. But, you know, that was 29, you know, almost 29 and a half years ago, and I've been taking care of that baby ever since. He's now a young man. And so when I got home from my exercise, you know, this morning, the first thing I have to do is, you know, relieve my husband. He has to get in the car and go to work. I take over, and I had to get him bathed and get him dressed and and get him in his wheelchair and you know, that requires physical strength. 
um, there are tools that you can use. We actually have what they call a Hoyer lift um, in our home, and it's a, a very, very cute, fabulous little thing that is a, a little, a little um, air-pressured pump with a sling. And you, the idea of it is that you you know, put the sling behind them and then you pull the, the two bottom parts up through the legs and you hook them onto an overhead hook and then you hook the part that goes around their back onto an overhead hook and you pump it up and pump it up and pump it up and that raises their body off of the bed and then you can transition them from the bed to uh, some kind of seating device, whether it be a bath chair or a wheelchair or maybe even uh, a recliner or some kind of other other place to uh, sit or relax. So, but I find this thing extremely a pain. It's just a real pain in the neck. Takes up a lot of room. Uh, you know, you're dealing with another piece of metal with wheels and, and uh, it takes more time. And so it's just a lot easier to just pick him up, just pick him up, put him in his bath chair, bathe him, pick him up from his bath chair, put him, lay him back on his bed, get him dressed, pick him up, put him in his wheelchair, and ta-da, we're done. It takes me maybe 40 minutes to bathe him and, and get him dressed, whatnot. Um, but I've been doing it, you know, his entire life, so I'm used to it. Um, my muscles in my body has adapted as his body has changed and gotten heavier and whatever. And I've noticed that if I take a, a little vacation, like next week I'm going to be um, – I'm going to be going to New York and meeting with some people. I have a wonderful guest next week, by the way. And um, so when I'm gone for just a couple of days, when I come back and I go to lift him again, I'm always like, oh, I can tell a difference. So it kind of reminds us that we need to do things every day to keep up with whatever skill we've built, whether it be a mental skill or a physical skill. We do have to practice it every day. Um as the gentleman whose podcast I was listening to this morning said, you know, they say practice makes perfect, but perfect practice makes perfect. And so, you know, you can do a lot of stuff every day and not perfect that skill. So um, I'm going to turn this off here. Whoops. But um, anyway, so um, I bathed him, got him dressed, and and you know got him on his in his way, and then my caregiver came over. I have a wonderful little caregiver that helps me out when I need to go do things, so I could I could be prepared for my show. So um, as I was getting ready to leave to come over to my office, I was hungry. I mean, I've worked out and I've meditated and I've done some studying, and and I thought, okay, I'm really hungry, but I need to get out the door, and I have a choice here. Um, I can um, I can just go hungry and just uh, power through it, or I can take just a few more minutes and whip up my smoothie. And I knew that if I didn't get some nutritious thing down my throat, that I would probably, you know, by the time one o'clock came, I would be too hungry, and then I might possibly eat some things that aren't good for me. So I grabbed that Vitamix. And I threw in some, you know, wonderful things. Now, the the cold and flu season is not over yet, so I'm really trying to keep my immunities up. So this is what my smoothie was this morning. It was um, orange juice, some organic orange juice. And then I threw in two huge handfuls of kale. And then because I'm, you know, trying to make sure that, you know, I'm immune from this horrible thing that's going around, I threw in some turmeric and some ginger. 
you know, whole, you know, like just cut off about an inch of both turmeric and ginger and uh, put that in my Vitamix and got it all, you know, blended up. And then I added some um, frozen bananas and frozen pineapple. And boy, you know, that ginger just gives the, your smoothie just a little bit of a bite, you know. Uh, pineapple is really good for... Um, uh, cutting down on mucus. It's also really good for digestion. And then we all know that, you know, how good bananas are, the potassium and other things like that that are in there. So I figured between the orange juice and the bananas and the pineapple, there's my fruit for the day. And then, of, of course, I've got my kale, which is just loaded, that dark, dark, dark green kale, just loaded with, you know, nutrients and phytonutrients and micronutrients and blah, all kinds of nutrients. And so, you know, I was able to Zoom that up really fast in the Vitamix, throw it in a glass and, and walk out the door. And, you know, so I really feel good that I've gotten some good nutrition under my belt before I can go on with the day. So, um, so as crazy as my morning was, I really feel good about it. And I feel like whatever else happens during the day, because I made the choices to prioritize certain things, that even if the rest of my day goes crazy, that I'm okay. I'm going to be able to handle it. And I think that making good choices with your nutrition, that's probably the number one thing because that enables you to have the strength, to have the immunity, to have whatever you need to do physically to get through the stress, the catastrophe, the car breaking down, everything that you know you know is going to happen because that's what life's all about. So... um that's that's kind of what I the message that I wanted to get through to you today. Um, we're going to be joined by, as I mentioned earlier in the show, by Dr. Stralo, who is a wonderful chiropractor, and we're going to talk about you know even though we do all of the things that we know we're we're supposed to do, sometimes we do have injury, sometimes we have pain, sometimes we have things that go wrong, and you need to see a doctor or a physician of some kind and help you to get through those things. Um, I love one of the other things that I heard on my podcast today was the idea of asking or letting other people help you. And I think sometimes in our efforts to be strong, in our efforts to be self-reliant, um, I'm very guilty of this. We like doing things on our own. We like the freedom that it gives us to be independent and to do things on our own. But at some point, there will come a time when you will have to ask for help from another person, and that, that could be a physician of some kind, chiropractor, naturopath, um, a regular physician. Um, you know, you're going to have something that you're going to have to ask for help, and that's what it's all about. And asking people to help you is helping you, and then depending on the attitude of the person, helping that other person as well. And uh, it's a wonderful concept, certainly not a new or original concept, but one that was given to us for a reason and one that sometimes I have a hard time accepting and letting other people help me or asking for help, you know, from other people. Um, we, you know, in my podcast this morning, we talked or the gentleman talked about um, serving and, ha and getting help from other people and what that means as far as being able to handle whatever burdens you have. And I love what he pointed out with 
that everyone has different strengths and everyone has different gifts. And by allowing other people to help you, you allow those those people to use the gifts that they were given and make areas of your own life where you're not as strong, you know, they are there to accompany that and boost that part of your life up a little bit where you might have strengths in another area um, where you can help that person. And I think, you know, it goes along with our show really well because eating a plant-based diet is something that I feel really strong about getting the word out and helping people. And the beautiful thing about the Get Wasted program is that it um, gives people a tool who, like me, I wasn't a strong person as far as um, I didn't like to cook. I, I really, really was interested in nutrition, but I found that it was overwhelming at times. And so um, I needed something like the Get Wasted program to get me through. So I want to bring Dr. Stralo on the line. And we're going to talk about how Get Wasted has partnered with Dr. Stralo in his um, in his business and how we're going to be working together. So, Eric, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Renee. Thank you. Oh, oh gosh, I'm so glad you could join me today. Um, Dr. Stralo, I was just introducing you to everyone, and I was talking about your your um, rehab center that you have. Tell, tell us a little bit about the Northwest Injury and Rehab. Well, yeah, our name is, again, Northwest Injury and Rehab Center, and uh, we've been in business for several years, and we have a we've developed a program it's a bit of a unique approach but you know we we take the patient and we kind of treat the whole body um so we are a chiropractic massage exercise rehab um decompression therapy and and now partnering up with you can also supply a nutritional consultation and advice and so we really uh, are treating the whole body as opposed to uh, many offices, you know, it's simply just a, uh, a chiropractic adjustment or you have your massage envies of the world there where, where it's just massage. And so uh, it's a unique approach, basically. It really is. And I and that's what I loved so much about your office. Not only is your office uh, just, you know, visually, the aesthetics are beautiful. It's a very beautiful office. It's laid out really well. Uh, but your office, your staff is you know, really friendly and accommodating and, and, but I, I, what I was most impressed with was I don't think I've ever walked into a chiropractor's office and seen exercise equipment. And when I saw your exercise room, I was like, wow, this is a, this is like a new idea, you know? So did you always start out, did you start out with the exercise equipment or I mean, has that always been part of it? Well, no, it's it's only been part of it probably for the last uh, two to three years, and uh, and so it's it's it has developed into a, quite a nice feature. Um, we have the latest technology in exercise equipment. Uh, we use uh, you know brand new Cybex equipment, which has been around for uh, quite some time, and um, our patients, every all our patients, um, well, are are cash-paying patients are all allowed to use the uh, gym for free. So it's a, it's a nice uh, additive there. Yeah, and that's amazing. I also, I also remember when I was, when I uh, came into your office and you were giving me the tour, talk about your lumbar uh, device that you have. I forget what it's called. Well, 
Yeah. Um, it's what I call a torture chair. <laughs> it's called a Lordex 3000 decompression therapy. And again, it's uh, the latest equipment on the market. And we, it's, it's re, it treats uh, specifically uh, arthritis in the low back, um, sciatica, disc herniations, um, low back strain sprains. Um, again, uh, ner- uh, leg pain if, if, if a patient's having uh, low back pain with shooting leg pain. And we have just had fabulous, fabulous success with that uh, procedure. Yeah, that's an amazing. And you know, it's funny because whenever I've um, run across people who have sought out a chiropractor, everything that you've just mentioned is is usually what takes them in. It's usually some kind of sciatica or something lower back pain that finally, you know, unless it's an in, unless it's a car accident where you're dealing with the whiplash and all of that. That's what right. I, you know, when you see the advertisements on TV, you have people with their hands on their back and they're like, "Oh, you know, and that's that's why they go, "Oh, I've got, I'm going to have to go see a chiropractor." So, yeah, I was so impressed when when you told me and showed me that that machine. Yeah, is it I mean, is it intimidating at first when when you show that or suggest that for your your, your patients? Well, actually, no. They're they're actually very relieved that there's another option besides um, the traditional chiropractic adjustment or or shots or steroid shots or surgery or your traditional physical therapy. Um, they just they're very uh, happy that there's another option. And so it's it's gone very well. Um, it, you know, low back pain, like you said before, it's, it's yeah. It's the patient's usually number one complaint. Um, it affects nearly eighty percent of all Americans, and uh, the low back pain is you know more often than not mechanical in nature. And just you know, this Lordex decompression therapy provides a uh, mechanical solution to fix a mechanical problem. So uh, very good success with this. Oh, I love that. I love that that, like you say, that's giving some people, uh, an option besides the steroids or, or other things. So that's, that's perfect. Now, when did you, cause I know that you yourself, you recognize the importance of, um, treating your body as a whole, you know, through exercise, through nutrition. Um, how, how did you decide that you needed some, someone that could do some health coaching to go along with what you were already doing in your business? Well, it, it, it really just falls in line with, uh, the way I live my own life personally. Um, I've always, been a very avid uh, exercise person. I've, I've done it for years. Um, get up at 4, 4.30 in the morning, get my workout in. Um, and then like you, uh, like you mentioned there, you, you, you're not a big fan of having to spend a lot of time cooking, and nor do I. So I, uh, I'll usually uh, I do a lot of juicing. Um, and so, and it, you know, proper nutrition, it all starts in the grocery store. Um, so it's again, it's just a lifestyle that I've, I naturally have just led myself, and so and and so uh, and I know how much it's benefited me doing regular exercise and proper nutrition, uh, regular adjustments, regular massage, um, and I just know it that at my age, um, I could probably keep up with guys. Ten years younger than me, no problem, and so uh, it's worked for me. So it's it just kind of was natural, uh, natural progression into that um, area. 
Well, and that's so true. How do you find, um, because I'm sure, I know I, I had on last week's radio show, I had a rheumatoid uh, professional doctor, and um, he deals with a lot of arthritis. And one of the things that he mentioned that as a physician, uh, as a male physician specifically, it's a very fine line. You have to be very, very cautious and careful when talking with your patients about the need to lose weight. Um, but how do you find the uh, lifestyle choices that people are making? How does that affect what's going on as far as their back pain or their, you know, physical injury or things that are going on? Well, I mean, the typical American diet is is very uh, inflammation-producing um, and, and or acidic in nature. I mean, people's typical diet pr- produces a lot of inflammation. It's, it just leads to an acidic environment. And once you have that going on, and if it's been like that for years, it's going to lead to a lot of diseases, so to speak, Um and so if you can, you know, if, if a person can you know, reduce that or improve their diet, uh, get to a more of an anti-inflammatory type of diet, create a more alkaline environment, um, a lot of these diseases um, they won't ever have to worry about. And or it could reverse some of them as well. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I'm sure that with when people have had an injury, uh, then they're already coming to you with lots of inflammation. And so you have to deal with, you know, putting things back the way they are or, and, and getting things in a position to be healed. But you're, you're also dealing with inflammation, which is, you know, I mean, there's a reason why we have inflammation. And with the blood that's going to an area that needs to be healed, we want that blood to be containing all of the vitamins and nutrients that we need. So um, what are some things that you tell your patients right now that are dealing with excessive uh, inflammation, especially from, um, you know, car accidents and things like that? That must be, whew, that must be tough. Well, it, it is tough. Um you know, I mean, we the treatment that we do here, the adjustments, the massage, um, the decompression therapy, that's all going to help with some inflammation to a certain degree. But we also provide a lot of instruction on uh, ice therapy and just placing ice several times a day on uh, areas of pain. And then, again, of course, uh, dietary changes or recommendations. Um, you know, we usually advise people, you know, to minimize their coffee or alcohol or soda pop intake, especially when they're dealing with injuries, um, and, and just start drinking more water uh, for stars. And that, that's going to improve their healing time by, I mean, probably several weeks to a month. So, wow, makes a, makes a big difference. That must be, that must be very stressful for clients that have, you know, A, they've already had some kind of a, let's say they've had a, a horrible car accident and they're in pain. And then they meet with you and you're like, now you need to stop with the coffee and the soda. And they're like, no, more pain, you know, but yeah. it's true. I mean, you need to, you need to do, give your body the chance that it, that, you know, everything that it needs to start the healing process. Um, yeah. That's so true. Well, Dr. Strelo, tell everyone about your program. I mean, how you work it when pe- when clients come into your office. Well, when we get a new patient in the office, um, for starters, 
Yeah, when we get a new patient in the office, I mean, they, we do a thorough, um, there's some intake forms to fill out. There's a thorough history, get a history of their current complaints, uh, get some past history. So we really take the time to get to know the patient, listen to the patient. And then uh, we take them through uh, a physical exam, and uh, it's pretty detailed. And, and then we also, uh, if necessary, and oftentimes it is, we'll do uh, a set of digital x-rays on their spine. And, uh, and that will wrap up a lot of times the first visit, and that, that takes about an hour. And then we'll have them come back in and we'll take the time to do what we call a report of findings and uh, that's when we'll sit down with the patient and we will go over the, the objective findings, we'll go over the x-ray findings, um, the diagnoses and we'll uh, lay out a, a, a treatment plan for them and, uh, and at that point um, we'll proceed with, with uh, implementing the treatment plan. That's very good. That's very good. And I, and I, I'm really impressed with the choice that you've made as far as your, um, insurance and things. Tell, tell the listeners about that. Well, yeah, I've been doing this for 15 plus years and, uh, in my industry, uh, chiropractic massage, um, uh, preventative medicine, so to speak, um, I've seen the insurance has only gotten worse in terms of coverage. Um, or how much they allow. And so I have decided uh, probably half a year ago, I decided to uh, really stop accepting or taking um, major uh, health insurance because what we have found is that we can actually provide uh, the same services for less cost to the patient out of their pocket, and we're not bound by insurance companies' um, standards, which sometimes are very low, and they also, you know, they they have a a very strict or tight cap on how much treatment they will allow and exactly what kind of treatment they will allow. So the bottom line is really, by not accepting health insurance, we've placed the the decision-making and the health decision-making back in the hands of the doctor and the patient where it should be and not in the hands of your uh, claims adjuster, your health insurance company. Um, and I'm not – I mean, we, we need to have health insurance, of course, for those uh, major uh, catastrophes or whatnot. But we're, in the industry that I am in, if we're talking just preventative medicine, health, maintenance, um, spinal longevity, um, insurance is going to fall wo- wo- woefully short. And, um, we, again, we can just save the patient a lot of money, and uh, we can actually treat the problem and have some full resolution of the problem. So it's been uh, very, very successful, actually. Yeah. And I like, I like what you say about putting the control back into the hands of the patient because for an insurance company to say you may have, you know, two massages and one adjustment and, and the, and the patient is so frustrated because they know they're feeling better. They can tell that they're feeling better, but their, their insurance has stopped. And so they have to continue to pay the premiums, but they themselves will take it. So, well, I'm going to pay for this myself. So now they're double paying. Uh, yeah. for the service yeah, I mean, that they need. Yeah, by the time they get done paying the premiums, uh, deductibles, co-pays, co-insurance, 
um, let alone they don't even cover the amount of treatment or the type of treatment that's oftentimes needed. Um, there's just so much more cost out of the patient's pocket. And so we've developed um, this unique approach of a kind of a, a membership program. And so for a, a flat monthly fee, um, you know, patients come in and, and get services at a significantly discounted rate. Um, for example, one-hour massage is $39, uh, chiropractic adjustments, $19. Um, and then the, and then to even make it better, again, uh, the cost of the membership is offset by one free service every month as well. So a patient yeah, gets a crazy. free massage every month. Um, and then also free use of our gym as well. And so, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's absolutely nuts. I mean, what for what they're getting for $99 a month, you know, like you say, they're getting a free treatment, which that already yeah. pays for itself right there. And they're getting the discounted massage and the discounted adjustment and then a complete menu and a complete food plan and right. complete right. access to one-on-one counseling. You know, uh, I mean, it's it's amazing. I don't think you're going to find that anywhere else. It's It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. yeah, and they can yeah, choose, I mean, right? They can choose their one treatment. They can either do a free adjustment or a free massage. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's their choice. It's their choice. But I'm really excited about this, Renee, because it really just it's going to empower people. I mean, put the mm-hmm. power back in the people's hands. They take control mm-hmm. of their health and uh, right. get them to be proactive and just not reactive anymore. Yeah, and I think when they start to feel like I have a – a client that I was talking to last night, and she, like many of, of us as women, doesn't like to get on the scale because the scale can set you back mentally. It can, you know, you feel good, you know, you're working hard, you can see changes in your body, but that number that's reflecting back on that scale can flop your mind into some outer limits zone, you know. And so she's using her, her just how she's feeling. To tell herself. And then, of course, her husband's saying, you're looking great. You're, I can see the changes in your body. And so there's, you know, there's some validation for her right there. But for people to be able to feel better, knowing that they're in control, I'm, I'm using an anti-inflammatory diet along with a, along with the ice and the chiropractic and the massage to heal my body. It's a, it's going to be, you know, it's absolutely mind-blowing right right yeah um, yeah scale scales can be very deceiving a lot of times yeah they really can well dr dr stalo tell everyone how they can get a hold of you um give everyone your phone number your website and and how we can encourage people to get on this program okay well thank you renee yeah my my office phone number is three six zero Five seven three one nine three three. Again, three six zero five seven three one nine three three. And our website is northwestinjuryrehab.com. Again, northwest or northwest is nwinjuryrehab.com. And yeah, we have excellent staff here uh, ready to serve you and uh, get you back on track. So thank you very much, Renee, for having me on t- today. Oh, my, my pleasure. And I'm, I'm so excited. I know we've got a, uh, I'm going to be working with a brand new client that has been working with you and we're going to get her nutrition all fixed up and it's, it's just going to be amazing. So have a great day. Enjoy the sunshine and we'll talk again.
All right. Thank you, Renee. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. Let's take a break, and then we'll be back. Now it's time to get healthy and lose weight joyfully. You're listening to Get Wasted with Renee on Talk Zone. Here's Renee Steelman. Hi, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, Dr. Srelo is absolutely amazing, and, and what the program that he has set up, um, I just think is is so unique and so beneficial to the community. Um, I know that you know we all take advantage of of our health, and when we're feeling great, we just trip along and we just think things are great. But the minute something happens, I I know whenever I've been uh, under a lot of stress and I can tell that I've had my, you know, shoulders crunched up and pretty soon my neck starts to hurt, my shoulders start to hurt, and I can't get into a massage therapist fast enough. I mean, like my entire priority system uh, changes and I am like, get me into a massage now. And, you know, you can't even think straight when you're in pain. So, um, and massage has always done it for me between, car, you know, a few chiropractic treatments, but mo- most Mostly, primarily, massage has always taken care of any kind of shoulder, back, you know, issues, leg issues, IT band issues, things that I've had. Massage has always been able to, you know, I've been able to work it out with that. Um, so I am definitely, you know, I have canceled membership that I had in another massage program and, you know, joined Dr. Stralo's program so that I can get the full meal deal. I want the whole deal. And I love working with people that are like-minded. You know, we're all on the same level. So I think it's a fabulous program. Please uh, give Dr. Stralo a call. Again, his number is 360-573-1933, and he would love to talk to you more about his program and how he gives you back the power and the authority over your health care, and I think that's so important. Um, so I, this has been really fun. Next week, I want to tell you a little bit about um, next week's show. I am going to be having um, Miyoko Shinner on my show, and she is the um, founder of Miyoko's Kitchen. And if you are a cheese lover and you thought that you would never be able to give up cheese, you have got to try Miyoko's cheeses. Um, I've heard so many people say, I'd go vegan, but I just can't give up the cheese. And that's where uh, Miyoko has come in. She has decided to create you know, different flavors, different textures that we've all enjoyed from dairy cheeses, and she makes them all um, completely dairy-free and completely um, vegan. So... You know, all the pro, all the food is, you know, made with, the, you know, different nut products. And I got some of her cheeses for Thanksgiving and for Christmas and laid them out on a beautiful um, cheese tray with some crackers. And it was absolutely amazing. So, you know, she... Um, you know, she was born in Japan and she loved French cooking, but she couldn't do the dairy. The dairy just wasn't working for her. And so that's kind of what brought her into discovering and making these cheeses. So that's, she's going to be my guest next week. And I'm really, really excited about that. So there is a way you can have your cake and eat it too, as they say. Um, you know, you just have to, you know, be mindful of your own health and take, take it back, take control and take the power back, give it back to yourself. 
And, you know, we, we have been taught, I think, as women specifically to respect authority and to listen to people of authority. But oftentimes we're not getting the information that we need and we need to find that out ourselves. So, um, anyway, it's been a really fun show. Take control of your day. Uh, make yourself a great smoothie. Uh, you know, take the time to prepare your food ahead of time so that you can make those good choices and not, you know, you know, go about, uh, grazing and looking for food because you're starving and you didn't take the time ahead of time. Um, that's what it's all about. That will make a big difference in your life. I've certainly enjoyed, um, today's show. Again, you can get a hold of me, 503-869-6421, northwestgetwasted.com. That's where you can find me. You know what? It's a beautiful day out there. Let's do lunch. Bye-bye. 